0: This is the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now, here's your host, publisher of Ion Annapolis,
1: John Frenet. Good morning. It's Tuesday, July 17th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. It looks like the National Sailing Hall of Fame, presently in Annapolis, is getting ready for a move. NewportRI.com reported that Mayor Harry Winthrop wholeheartedly supports the sale. He was quoted as saying, I think it is a tremendous opportunity for the city to have a second Hall of Fame located here along with the International Tennis Hall of Fame. It's an ideal use of the property and will give us the economic value from that we have been looking for since the city took it over in 2010. Now, the property he is talking about is the current city armory on Thames Street. Back in April, the council voted 4-3 to go forward with the possible sale of the armory to the National Sailing Hall of Fame. If they do indeed pass this again on the 25th, the Sailing Hall of Fame will do their due diligence, have the building inspected, and then, of course, they need to get a vote to see whether they will indeed move forward. Forward with the sale. The armory is a three story building. The first floor currently houses and will retain the Newport Maritime Center, which is sort of a welcoming center for boaters. The second floor will be the National Sailing Hall of Fame, and the third floor will have offices for the National Sailing Hall of Fame. Gary Jobson, who's the president of the Sailing Hall of Fame, said that as long as the survey does not have any serious problems, the board of directors would then vote on whether to proceed with it. And out of the 25 members of the board, 11 have ties to the Chesapeake Bay, which may be opposed to it. Members of the Maryland Democratic Congressional Delegation are asking the President to consider Wendy Winters, one of the slain Capital Gazette employees, as a recipient for the Presidential Medal of Freedom. The member sent a letter on Monday to the President to consider it. It is the nation's highest civilian honor. The Medal of Freedom is awarded by the President to people who have made meritorious contributions to the security of the United States to world peace, to culture, or to other significant endeavors. According to witnesses, Winters armed herself with the closest weapons at hand, her trash can and recycling bin, and charged at the shooter, Jared Ramos, shouting for him to stop. It is believed that her actions distracted the shooter enough to enable several of her co-workers to escape. To date, President Donald Trump has not yet awarded any Medals of Freedom, and Congressman Andy Harris has not yet signed on with the letter saying that he wants to see it first. Over in the Capitol, Chase Cook is back on the county beat again. You want to check out an article he has on the county council shenanigans. It's quite interesting. There were a couple of referendums that were defeated, one that will go forward on the ballot, and a little bit about Councilman Pete Smith getting a little bit more upset, and he's usually the cool one of the bunch. Speaking of the Capitol, this Thursday, baseball, the Bay Sox, Please buy your tickets at baysox.com, and on Thursday night's game, the ball club will be donating 50% of all ticket sales to the Capital Gazette Families Fund. Tickets must be purchased online. You can't get them at the gate, and they must be purchased online by tomorrow night at midnight. Please do that. It's a very easy way to support the Capital Gazette family, as well as see some good baseball. Speaking of baseball, not only do the Orioles really stink this year in real life, they stink on television. Their TV ratings are down 50% through the midway point of the season. The club's ratings on Masson are down 50% this season compared to the midway point of 2017, according to data analyzed by Sports Business Journal. The percentage drop is the largest decline among 29 of Major League Baseball's 30 teams, and figures for the Toronto Blue Jays were not available. The last place Orioles have an average nightly rating of 2.89 this season. Around 1.1 million households in the Baltimore market have a television, according to Nielsen, meaning that an average of about 32,000 are tuning in for every locally television televised game. Ouch. That's about all we have for the top news. Make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it consistently throughout the day. If you are enjoying this, please make sure you recommend us to your friends and your co-workers. Please hang tight because I've got some thoughts a little bit later on in this podcast about music in the Annapolis area. And of course, we've got George Young with DMV Weather, and he will be coming right up right after this brief message from Kegs and Quirks. Don't miss the best
0: event of the summer. Get your tickets now for the 7th Annual Cakes and Corks Festival at the Anne Arundel County Fairgrounds, Saturday, August 18th, from 1 to 7 p.m. Tickets benefit the Special Olympics of Maryland and include a souvenir glass, unlimited wine and beer samples, plus live music, including headliner Kristen and the Noise. Sample over 80 Maryland wines, 40 craft beers, plus vendors like wine cream, wine slushies, and desserts made with craft beer. Buy your ticket today at CakesandCorksFest.com for noon entry. CakesandCorksFest.com. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out.
2: Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, July 17th. There were a few scattered storms yesterday across the whole of Anne Arundel County, but for the most part, the day stayed dry across the area, and the MLB Home Run Derby in D.C. went off without a hitch with the real fireworks being provided by hometown star Bryce Harper, who won the title. But today may not be quite as kind as far as the rain goes, as a cold front moving in from the west will help produce widespread rain across the area, especially in the p.m. hours, which could impact the MLB All-Star Game at Nationals Park in the evening. So stay tuned for updates in the afternoon and evening hours if you're headed down to D.C. and stay weather informed all day as the rain could cause issues with the evening commute home. But once we get past today, the rest of the week will be settled again with sunny skies and fairly normal temps in the mid to upper 80s as another area of high pressure moves in overhead, keeping the rest of the week clear and dry. Okay, that's it for today. Make it a great day out there and be sure to follow DMV Weather anywhere, anytime at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook or especially on our free app that you can download from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for D.C., MDVA weather so you can always stay weather informed but remember whatever the weather outside have fun and be safe
3: here's to the teacher who spends her weekend helping children who need a little extra attention to the soldier who missed the birth of his baby while serving overseas to the EMT working full time and taking night classes to the police officers and firefighters working long hours away from their families to keep our families safe here's to you our hometown heroes I'm Alan Hyatt, Chairman and President of Severn Bank, and we know there are many heroes among us, men and women who serve without expecting anything in return, which is why we're honored to offer our Hometown Heroes program to educators, law enforcement officers, firefighters, first responders, health care workers, and military personnel. Whether you're opening a checking account or buying a new home, we're here to give back to you. Learn more about our Hometown Heroes program at SevernBank.com. Severn Bank, here with you.
2: Member
0: FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
1: They say opinions are like... Here we are with a dose of opinion for you. Hey, for a change of pace, it's not a rant, but actually some thoughts, and actually what I think is a good thought I had. Annapolis is cool. If you look deep enough, you'll really begin to understand just how cool it is. History, we got it. Culture, yep. Military, of course college town, you know it. Then there are the funky things, the tug of war, the .05k run, Annapolis cup croquet match, green beer races. There are football games. There are football bowl games. The Clydesdales come to visit every year. Festivals galore, boating, power and sale, recreation, culinary. About the only thing we don't have yet is a damn Ferris wheel on City Dock, but I'm working on that. But I want to talk about music for a few minutes. You look around, and we have every genre of music you can imagine, from hip-hop to jazz to rock to country. But when it comes to discovering the music, I think we fall woefully short. Not in the music itself. We have some amazing talent here in town, but in the marketing of it. How many of you know about the free concerts around town? Tides and Tunes at the Annapolis Maritime Museum. Rock the Dock at City Dock. Summer concerts at Quiet Waters Park. Annapolis Town Center Friday Night Concerts, Chambers Park Summer Concert Series, Maryland Hall Free Summer Concert Series, and let's not forget Dinner Under the Stars, just filled with music and dancing. So what's my beef? It's probably the egos that are driving each of them individually. You see, every one of them thinks they are the best, but the reality is that they are all the best. The way it is now, there are a bunch of organizations marketing their own unique concert series, To use a tired analogy, it's like tossing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks. I often have people tell me that they discovered something by accident. Well, that just tells me that that something was not doing a good enough job getting the message out. So here's my idea for 2019, since 2018 is mostly gone. Ditch the egos and combine your marketing and resources with a cohesive message. There is strength in numbers. There are volume discounts. There is a lot of crossover between all of the concert series. Instead of seven mixed messages from seven different groups, there needs to be one, a single one. And here it is. Free music in Annapolis. Every single day between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Yes, you can attend a free concert somewhere in Annapolis every single day. Sundays at Quiet Waters Park. Mondays at City Dock. Tuesdays at Maryland Hall. Wednesdays on West Street. Thursdays at the Maritime Museum. Fridays at the Annapolis Town Center, Saturdays at Chambers Park. That's a full week. It's that simple. Place a full-page ad in the Capitol and encourage people to cut it out and stick it on their refrigerator. It's certainly cheaper to do that than seven groups each doing a quarter-page ad. Of course, there's going to be changes in weather cancellations, but when we're competing with Ocean City in Baltimore and Washington as a destination, is there really any better angle? Think of a hotel guest in town walking down to the front desk. So, what's there to do tonight? Hey, take an Uber over to Quiet Waters Park and there's a free bluegrass concert. Or, it's a great walk over to the Annapolis Maritime Museum and they have the Eastport Oyster Boys playing and they're all about life on the Chesapeake Bay. I'm not sure why anyone hasn't grabbed this bull by the horns just yet, but I certainly hope somebody does for next year. Otherwise, I think it's just another missed opportunity. And that's what I've been thinking today.